episode of K-Pop, and today's subject is victimhood. Why we try to avoid it. So this particular podcast, I want to talk about victimhood because I think it is something that a lot of people actually suffer from. So I'm going to consider victimhood sort of like a disease, and I feel like People get trapped in like this narrative of always having to have a victim. And let me give you some examples of real professional victims. Okay, if you have a conversation with somebody and it's like not a negative conversation, it's just you stating your opinion and the person says, I don't want to talk about this, change the subject, move on to something else, I'm done, I'm done, I'm done. Because they're not like able to have a conversation they don't want to see anything other than them being the victim and them being like you know the person kind of like gaslighting but I feel like victimhood has always been first and I think it's like an actual disease I think just like how people could be addicted to drama people are addicted to victimhood and I'm not talking about real trauma I'm talking about the kind of person who perhaps has had some sort of trauma family strife if you will And then they build this narrative around this to this point where they are always hopeless. They are always hopeless. And really, everyone has done them something. Collectively, everywhere they go with people, they have a particular problem. And it's for stupid things, right? So I come from a family of professional victims. And I mean, everything that's happened to them is your fault. And anytime that you try to call them out or have a real conversation, it's always oh, well, I'm not talking about this and I'm not doing this, and then they blow their stack. And for a long time, I think I was kind of like that, but then I realized what it sounded like. And it sounded like always coming from a place of disempowerment because people who don't have hang-ups, like, they can have conversations and forums, and even though they may not be wrong or right, they're still open to your personal opinion. But I find, like, victims, and I'm going to be very specific here because... I want to talk about my sibling and I've mentioned this before I've talked about her somewhat in some other podcasts and kind of how it's been very tricky to navigate our relationship and we went on a trip together that went for the most part I guess you could say smooth but the problem that I generally have with her and have always had with her is her victimhood she is a professional victim everything that has happened to her she kind of gets into this place where like she's like like a victim and it's everybody else and like she's not holding conversations but then she inserts herself into things and she's always done this like I don't talk about people but I also talk about people I'm not getting involved but I'm gonna get 100% involved like and then she does backhanded things that I'm not necessarily in line with and I'm gonna give you guys an example so one of the things she does is like oh I'm all about family and I'm here to help and I'm this and I'm that And then just like on a flip, she'll be like, you have to pay for this or I'm charging you for that or I'm doing this or I'm not going to do this anymore and I'm not going to. And I'm thinking like, I like I cannot like it doesn't work for me. And I've come to a, a place in my life where it's like I can't do the victimhood anymore. Like I can't do it because while I think that, yes, people do do you things and life really does suck and all these other things, there has to come a point where you're like, I'm no longer a victim I am not moving past this. Like, this is not my narrative. I feel like with her specifically, everything builds. And I'm just in a particular place where I'm just not able to handle that. And she's not alone on this because I feel like there's many people this. My mother's a primary example of that. 
but they have this thing where they call out other people. Oh, that person is so bitter. Or, oh, that person is so miserable. It's like, have you, have you hurt yourself? Do you know what you sound like? Do you know that when, like, oh, I, I just went to church, so I'm in a good mood. Listen, my friend, if you have to go to church to get into a particular good mood, you really need help. Because one thing is for certain, you should always be at peace. And if you're not at peace and you need something to support you to get to peace, you have a serious mental problem. And I'm saying this because I feel like, you know, people get into a bad cycle with victimhood. And by the time you look around, it's been like 60 years and your life sucks and you're wondering why. And it's because universally or spiritually, things have happened to move you from this place and you refuse to. And for me, it's like, I just can't, I can't, like, primary example. So, for me, it, it, it boils down to simply this. I don't like people inserting themselves in things that don't really revolve around them. My family is very classic at this, and I'm talking about my immediate family. Okay, I come from mother, father, and a sibling who are always advising and counseling people. Meaning that they're always telling you, what you should do in your life, what you need to do, and how you could make it better. And yet, they live in a swamp. All three of them. They live in an emotional swamp, but they're always counseling and advising other people. And as I've grown up and I've become my own person, and I kind of just look at them and I'm thinking like, you know, in psychology, when they talk about like the person that you're probably getting help from is also perhaps a psychopath or going through some sort of thing, it's you people. Like, it's this cult-like mentality of preaching this message that you're so much better than everybody else, but you're really not. You're far worse. Like, I mean, like, my father used to give people relationship advice, and I'm thinking, like, you don't even have a relationship, and you gamble. So, not really sure why you're, like, telling other people what they should do. Like, they should divorce their wives, and, and I'm like, I, I, I don't know. And then, like, my mom is always like, well... Let me see. This is who you should call. This is what you should do. And oh, that's a bad situation. Something like, but you live in a worse situation. And then there's my sister, the holier than thou, the person who is the self righteous, most humane human being ever. Like the, the, the creme de la creme, okay? The upstanding society citizen who also was using the school grocery thing when they were ordered to get her own groceries too. But again, you're an outstanding citizen. And I'm saying this because I'm not here to call people out, but I'm here to be like, I, I can't, I personally have a problem with people giving me advice. And I am doing this because some of y'all out there depend on your family or your friends to advise you. And generally, when we talk about advice and bad advice, we like to talk about, you know, friends can be jealous, which is a fact. They can tell you things that don't really go that way because, well, they want you to fail. We know this. But sometimes when it comes to family, we put the brakes on and we're like, well, you know, like, this person really means me, means me well. Do they, though? Do they? You have to understand that people who are, and one of my favorite sociological concepts is perception. And you have to understand that people who look through the eyes of victimhood goggles, that's all they ever hear, see, and feel. You could be telling them a simple story like, oh, you know, like I was at this restaurant and this woman, you know, she kind of didn't pay attention to me when I was trying to make my order. And what a victim will say, she probably thinks that you're stupid. Or maybe it's the way you look. Or maybe like, you know, and it's just like, what? Like, huh? It's not always about that. And I think that people need to start 
when people are asking you for advice, well, firstly, I don't think you should tell your business to anybody. So there's that line. But aside from not telling your business to anybody, I think it has to become abundantly clear that not everybody gives good advice. And becoming an age, we, we're living in an age where people are really like not secure, rightly so, about their futures because, well, it's an, it's an odd time, quite frankly, with social media, um, the entrepreneurship taking up. Like there's just a lot of that, right? There's like mentoring and all this other beautiful things. But you also have to realize that when people are telling you things, it's coming from a place. And it's not always coming from a good place and it's not always to be helpful to you. And this is not just my family. Like, I've come to realize perhaps I've been attracting these situations because I just never really saw it for what it was. Like, I actually think that a group of miserable people get around together and they will soon, they will they will soon, um, what's the word, indoctrinate you into misery. Like, life is supposed to be like this. It's actually really not. And really, you have the power to cultivate your life as you see fit, as do I. And at some point, you gotta, you gotta cut, you gotta cut the cancer. Like, that's the only way I could say it. You got to cut the cancer because, I mean, I'm like listening to these people. I mean, we had a little spat because I just feel like you need to mind your business. And this is just me being me. I I have never been the type of person to get into people's business. Ask anybody who has known me forever. I mind my own business. I don't care what you're doing over there. It doesn't matter to me. I am not coming to seek you to give you advice. I'm not going to do that because, well, I don't even know you. And secondly, I have my own problems. I'm not trying to take on yours too. So I stay away. Where I feel like maybe I've done this because I've seen the adverse the adverse effects of this from my, my family. Right? They're always advising and, you know, like they should really set up their own business. And like just have like their own like lemonade stand giving people advice. Because that's what they like to do. And I don't know if people like to advise others because, well, their life didn't come out great. And I mean, listen, do I think you could take marriage advice for some someone who's been divorced? Actually, I do. Not everyone who's been divorced, but some people that have been divorced because they understand why their marriages fell apart, right? Maybe they understand how good relationships are. But I'm not taking advice from somebody who's in a worse position than me. And I feel like this is it for them versus myself. Like, my sister will try to say, well, I'm just, I'm I'm working on myself. And I'm like, but you're actually getting worse. And every time that she's getting ready to criticize you, it's co- combined with, it's the truth. And people should hear the truth. Whose truth is it, though? Like, let's be honest. Truth is objective, but people make it subjective. They think that they can tell you the truth. You don't know somebody's life. You don't even know what the person's been through, much less for you to sit around and make judgment calls about them. And when I was talking about what happened with a friend, they were like, oh, but you have to remove your own judgments. I'm like, I don't have to remove anything. Okay, I know when there is the time to be philosophical. I know when the time is to be hood. And I know when the time is to be analytical. This particular time, this is the time where I'm going to be hood because I have a personal offense with getting into people's business. I don't trouble you and I don't want to hear anything that's going on with you because it has nothing to do with me. And this is my own personal, um, my own personal envision. Like, even when I date people, I don't really get into their business. And what I personally don't like is when somebody tries to get into mine. And this is kind of the whole thing with this victimhood thing today. Because I've recently been thinking a lot about relationships and things like that. And I think once upon a time, I was really this person. 
and I don't want to be a person that that does that victim thing. And recently, it's been a real trigger for me because I kind of there's somebody that I know who does that all the time. Like they kind of go back into the past and they spend a lot of time there. I can't do that, and I can't do that because I'm not in a peaceful mode right now. But I'm also not in a space where I feel like I need to be drowned by your feelings and your stupidness that have nothing to do with me before I even knew you. Why the hell do I care? Like, I mean, not that I'm trying to be insensitive, but you've told me this story before. You don't need to tell it to me again. Like, it's just, it's not something that you need to do. And I feel like perhaps other people feel that way. I don't even know. But I do know is like, I'm not here to hear you, to your boys cried wolf story over and over again. And I feel like some people, that's what they, that's their whole lives. Like, they'll never change because they like being a victim. They like having a problem. They like seeking a problem. They like just talking about it and never wanting it to get better. I don't have to, and I've said this in the Maintaining podcast, I am not interested in any kind of way of having a relationship with anybody that you are, that, that, that I have to maintain this relationship. Like, it's just too much maintenance. I have to talk to you a certain way, I can't say certain things, I have to, then why the hell are we even talking? What purpose does that serve me to, to, to really associate with you if I can't even be myself? Because I gotta watch the poor victim's feelings all the time. Seriously, like, I'm, and I'm, and I'm not saying about, like, recent traumas, and I'm not saying about traumas that are really stemmed from something really sinister. I am talking about people who may have had some tough times in life, like, like tough times. Like, I don't even know what you want to say. Maybe difficult parents or difficult families or strife or whatever. But when they pass the age of correcting it, which is 18 or 21, they decided to keep the narrative alive because it brings in more of an audience to them. It's kind of like Munchausen syndrome, except on yourself. Because honestly, being the woe is me character always feeds the population but in light of enlightenment and positive therapy positive psychology nobody's here for that anymore if you can't tell me something good I don't want to hear from you and look life is tough I'm not saying that you don't go through things because you really do but we need to watch our language because if people are really trying to fortify a relationship with you friendship whatever You can't be like, well, I'm not talking about this and I'm not going to do this. But if you don't do what I say, then that's complete manipulation and complete victimhood. Because what you're really doing is you're gaslighting the other person to cuss you off so that they can so that you can turn around and be like, oh, well, this you're just so like you're just so problematic. And quite frankly, I'm just over it. Like I'm over the whole experience. I don't want these people around me anymore. I don't friend family foe i'm just done with it i am done yes life stinks okay fine we get it but i'm just not i'm not into the turning of the tables and you pretending like everybody's out to get you like i just can't i personally can't do it and i feel like you know negative negativity only attracts negativity and i just believe that one can divorce one's family one can divorce one's parents like one divorces one's spouse And one can divorce one's siblings. One can divorce one's whole family, if you so choose. And I feel like I'm in the process of filing those papers because I just, I, yeah, like, I'm, like, I don't know. And I feel like 
as people get older, they're more cemented in this life of misery and complaining and just going off and getting into people's business and their affairs and just being nasty just for no purpose, no purpose at all. Like really. And I, I think sometimes it has to do with, they just don't like other people to transform. It's like, no, 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 no. You were sitting on the miserable bus with me. You can't possibly get off at the next stop. You got to stay on some more. Cause I got to, I got to tell you, I mean, like my mom's sob story with her and my dad for all these years. It's like, how many times are you going to tell that story? Like, seriously, like it's like been what 30 something odd years and you're still on the same subject. You haven't really moved. Fine, you finally filed for divorce, but you're kind of still in the same place. My sister's kind of the same. Oh, I don't talk about the past, but I talk about the past. Oh, I remember when you were so rude to this lady 20 years ago. Oh, I remember when you did this. Do you remember anything good that anybody did? Look, I'm just curious. Do you remember anything good that anybody did? Or is it that your victimhood lenses don't allow you to do that? Like, I'm telling you, There are professional victims. Like, people could make that into a career. Actually, some people do because they become energy vampires. Like, they could just make it into a career. Like, every time you run into this person. Like, I'm pretty sure people, like, duck when they see certain people. Probably some of my immediate family. Like, they see them coming, they're just gone. Because it's like, I'm, like, having a good day. Everything is going well. And here comes the energy vampire. (sighs) I got another bill due today. And... Oh, life is just unfair and da 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 like it's just it's it's just so it's kind of gross I feel like and I'm like I'm not here for it anymore. I'm not here for people and I mean again you give people the power right when it comes to manipulation and all that kind of thing. If you don't let it bother you it just doesn't. But I'm like I felt for a long time I wanted to talk about victimhood and even probably use myself as an example because do not be a professional victim. Your life will not work out well. Okay, at some point, you got to get off the couch, okay? Yes, people have done you things, and probably, like, wrongly so. I mean, like, maybe, you know, somebody made you lose your job and whatever. Like, you know, or somebody set you up or whatever, and you're really upset about it. But if you don't move past this, you'll never be able to forge your life into a good pathway. And I mean, you won't be able to enjoy life because all you're going to be doing, well, all your brain neurologically will be doing is seeking negative situations. That's what your brain will do. It's only going to look for situations in which things present itself as a bad way. Please, I'm telling you, if you are suffering from this illness, try to break free from it before it takes you under. As always, thank you guys so much for listening and we will chat super soon.